Hi there, and welcome to our FlexPoint Fireside Chat. I'm Michael Daney, founder and CEO of FlexPoint Consulting. On today's show, we have Dan Rich, CEO of Sunstream Business Services. Dan has an illustrious career as an IT leader and took over as CEO of Sunstream just about one year ago. We've been fortunate to partner with him on a number of transformational initiatives over the years, and I've seen firsthand how Dan leads with transparency, trust, honesty, and integrity. You'll hear more about that in our discussion. I hope you enjoy. Hey, Dan, how are you doing? I'm doing well, Michael. Thank you very much for asking me to do this. This is awesome. Yeah, I know it's great great to have you. And, and as you know, we've gotten the chance to work together on a number of transformational initiatives over the years. Um, and so I'm so glad to have you on today to talk a little bit about some of the cool stuff you're doing right now at Sunstream and some lessons learned around uh, driving successful transformations and the role of culture and trust and, uh, and leadership. So glad to have you on. And I think for, for those that don't know you, why don't you start by just telling us a little bit about your career journey and, and what you do right now at Sunstream? Yeah, sure. Uh, well, it's been a bit, uh, a little lengthy one, but I'm, I'm happy I'm still here. I've uh, been in the tech industry for a little over 25 years or so. Started out in Perot Systems and had a chance to uh, work with some other major organizations, Honeywell, Dell, and a few automotive uh, suppliers. But uh, all in all, it's been a great journey. I've been really lucky. I've had great teams along the way. And uh, now I've got a great opportunity to jump into Sunstream, uh, where our vision and mission is all about the farmer and rancher and helping them get access to capital and being the back office systems to help them do that. So really proud to be a part of this now. Yeah, no, that that's awesome. And and talk a little bit more about Sunstream, the work that y'all are doing to kind of modernize the back office experience within Farm Credit and, and tell us a little bit more about that. Yeah, you bet. Well, Sunstream was born out of the Agribank district and uh, a few of our customers have elected to uh, pool in and spin us off into our own tech company. And uh, they've allowed us with uh, an allotment of dollars to help us build out a digital transformation. So our mission is to improve the systems, go through this whole transformation and really build a better experience for our customer. And doing that now in the cloud, building an APIM model, moving through agile, we're changing the game and everything that we do. So that brings a lot of stress, uh, but I'm, I'm thankful they have the confidence in us and trust us to move this forward. And uh, we've got a big journey ahead of us, but we're just getting started and it's getting off pretty well. Yeah, you, you've been at Sunstream a little over a year now. And you, as you mentioned, you have had an illustrious career as a technology leader and many CIO positions, but this is your first CEO role. So just, I guess, kind of on a personal Note, how is it being in that role as opposed to the CIO? And what do you find maybe is different or surprised you or challenged you? Yeah, that's a great question. I, I hope that those that have worked with me in the past feel as if I've run the IT departments with a CEO cap on, but certainly, certainly a little bit different now. Um, the opportunity to come in and drive the organization in a different direction was very appealing. The mission that we have was appealing, but I think the big differences are uh, I get to dip into areas that maybe I haven't had the full responsibility of. Usually I've been chartered to get something done, to drive something new, to focus on the operations. And now I need to look at A to Z across the board. I think now the differences are I'm in charge of the culture. I'm in charge of the brand. Uh, I'm in charge of everything. <laughs> and, uh, and there are areas that I really you know, have to sink my teeth into and learn a little bit more 
So I've also been responsible for bringing aboard great talent, whether that's we've been fortunate enough to work with you and your team. So in areas where we had some deficiencies, you've helped bring us up to speed. And then you've allowed me to pivot and look at other employees, FTEs that I can bring in. So a good combo. So I think in a nutshell, it's just the difference of having all of it and making sure it's orchestrated versus my piece fitting into a niche. And it, and I'm really excited about doing that. It's been a lot of fun. Yeah, you, you hit on something really interesting and important around talent and, and having the right people on the team, whether it's folks that are have been at Sunstream and are kind of stepping into critical roles or bringing in folks from the outside. What do you look for when you're when you're building out kind of a winning team for a, a really critical uh, program? Well, that's another great question. I, um, you know, I, I think I love to find the experts in their realm, but I really think it's all about the, the attitude and having gratitude about what you do. We found some folks that their backdrop may not have been in technology, uh, but they're excited about the mission and where they want to go. And I think when we find the right people and get that right mix of expertise, passion for what they want to do, and a thirst for knowledge to want to make things different, We've got a good combo of all those folks. So I guess when I'm talking with folks, I, I mentioned about our mission, about how we want to make the world better for farmers and ranchers. If you're excited about the mission, if you're excited about tech, if you're comfortable with working in ambiguity, uh, because some of the things are new here. And if you've got to be a pretty good storyteller as well, I think. Um, if you're just talking the tech buzzwords, you know, some of our customers will look at you like, hey, can you, can you make that a little bit different? But if you don't understand where we're going as a business and helping the customers, that doesn't help as well. So it's a lot of combinations, but I think the passion for wanting to make a change, being excited about it is number one. And then the technology, if you got it, that's great. And if you don't, I think we can bring people up to speed to get them there. Yeah, no, that's great. And I think it it relates in a lot of ways to culture, which you know is something I'm I'm really passionate about and I know you are as well. For sure. And I think particular and more particularly in more technology centric. <laughs> Um, realms. It's easy to kind of be dismissive of the soft tissue stuff and just be like, hey, it's all about the tech. I, I love that you've always been very um, focused on what kind of culture are we building and what does that lead to from a results perspective. Yeah. Tell me about what you and the team are doing at Sunstream to evolve and build out that winning culture. Yeah. So we, you know, I saw early on, right, you've got an organization that has a great legacy great people that have built the technology we have in place, but we're making a big change. And so you've got to anchor yourself in a culture that's helping us drive things forward, built in trust, uh, making sure that you've got the right vision to put the right things in place, empower your team. So we've partnered, you know, obviously with the good folks of your organization have helped us there. We've been, uh, brought in a brand culture team uh, in vision that's helped us think about where we don't want to go different. And we tried to focus around What's going to make a big difference? What really rallies people to want to be here and gets our customers, you know, knowing that they're entrusting us with their technology. They're giving us the opportunity to build something better. So we've anchored around this, this uh, one word why, as we call it, uh, that Envision helped us build uh, in trust. And that, that trust capability is both how we trust our team members to go out and get the work done how we hope our customers are putting and see us trustful and in, in working with their technologies. And we're a managed service provider. So we're putting some trust into some big partners with Fiserv and Infor and OneStream that we trust that they've got the best technology and we meld that all together. So I think we've also enabled our teams to help make good decisions. So part of that culture 
is really about getting the right people and enabling them to have success and, and take chances and, you know, fail forward, if you will. It's okay if you make a mistake, but learn from it. And I think when we mix that all together, we've got a, a nice atmosphere for people. And I'm really, really excited as we're starting to get a name in the industry and we're starting to have folks come over from other places. The war on talent is definitely there. Yeah. And uh, you have to have that brand. You have to have that culture and you have to trust your people to get things done. And I think that combo has helped us build a place that people are excited about being part of. Yeah, when, when you talk about both culture and trust, one of the things that you've experienced, I've seen in a lot of different organizations is <clears throat> you can put that on paper. Here's our culture. Here's, here's what our culture is going to be. And you can say, we trust you. We need our customers trust. It's yeah. a whole different ball game to live that and feel that. What are some of the things that you and the team are doing to kind of bring that culture to life and take it from kind of words and aspirations to, you know, really living it out? Yeah. So when I first got here um, and you were a part of helping me do this, we went kind of on a road show to understand the customer and really um, think about what it is that they need to be successful. So in order to help figure out what that culture was going to be, what that brand was going to be like, I needed to understand the customer and where they wanted to go. Um, and then when we started making progress and moving forward and laying the foundation, we really started bringing in uh, different folks to, to build out the talent specter that we have here and uh, our spectrum that we have here. And so we spent a lot of time in doing a lot of extra communication, if you will. So we are very transparent. That's part of our culture. And so we communicate uh, weekly, monthly, semi-annual basis. We have a leader to leader message that we send out to all our customers, keeping them informed on what we do. We do a diagonal slice meeting where we go out and buy some pizza and get a cross-reference of people from our organization to come in and just get to know each other. And I think that kind of getting on that human level and understanding what's motivating people, the intrinsic value that they see that makes them successful, helps them buy into the culture. Those have been, I think, pretty important for us. I think the other pieces are we're showcasing what we do, both from a talent perspective and then the product. So as we're trying to move to more of a product-oriented business, we have demos in what we do and distributing how we do things. We're also giving and putting a spotlight on our people and giving them a chance to shine and talk about what they've learned about our customer, what they're building and where we're going. So again, that combination has been pretty helpful for us to, to drive where we're heading. Yeah, excellent. And, and the related thing that you kind of touched on, and this is, I think, really been brought brought to the forefront by Envision, the, the branding partners that you've brought in, is the relationship between culture and brand. Um, I think a lot of people think of them as distinct things. One's external, one's internal. But as you know, the culture kind of comes to define define your brand, whether you like it or not. Um, and so how are you how are you and the team kind of focused on that brand piece and, and taking that um, culture externally? Blending culture and brand, I think Envision has helped us think about that your brand is your culture, your culture is your, your brand, and your words mean something. Yeah. So I think that, you know, helping us get better with that in understanding our people, talking more with our customer to figure out where we want to go has helped us infuse that a little bit better. Uh, and I, I think that it's, it's evolving. Um, I probably in my early days would take a, you know, put a stake in the sand and say, this is where we're going to go. And you just kind of drive right to it. But I've, I've noticed now in my career, there's a little bit of twists and turns and there's mm -hmm. some adjustments that you need to make. 
And if you think about our organization, we have folks that have been with us for over 20, 25 years, right? And we've got to make sure that we cherish what we've built and then have them help us go where we need to be and make the changes. Moving from the mainframe to the cloud, uh, doing things a little bit different these days. I think as long as we can keep the communication flow between everybody, that's going to help us build where we want to be. And again, 14 months into it, we got a long way to go, but I think we've started this year. It's been the year of building the foundation. And then next year we look at the year of delivering and operating the way we want to be. Yeah, no, that's, that's great. Um, one of the things that, uh, you know, I'm a lifelong consultant. I've always kind of been in a consulting role, good or bad. Um, and I've come to, I've come to learn and be humble enough to know that sometimes folks are not excited when consultants walk in the door. Um, and it's, it's always something that our team strives to overcome and build really good collaborative relationships with the client teams and work in, in harmony. You have a lot of consultants and contractors working with your full-time employees, which, which can certainly present a challenge. How are you, how are you managing that and trying to kind of build a, a cohesive team and, and culture? Yeah, good question. So we, we, you're right. We do have quite a few consultants involved with us. We're just uh, just over 100 FTEs and just around 50 consultants across the board. And we, we're doing that with intent because over the next three years, as we build out this transformation, we need to bring in folks that have the experience of being where we want to be. And we embed them into areas where we had some challenges and some weaknesses or some blind spots, I should say, that we haven't uh, done before. So I think building a culture of respect and letting our FTEs know that, you know, we want to bring folks on board and treat them with respect, bring them into our discussions. We try to give them as much information as you can uh, to keep everybody on the same wavelength. So the strategy is clear for everybody. The inclusion in the discussions involves both FTEs and consultants. And we, we try to be mindful that you're right. I think as an FTE, you can feel a little threatened that these folks are coming in to take your job. And I'm kind of looking at it as uh, someone that's helping you actually advance where you are in the organization. You know, imagine that in your day-to-day -day job, if you're helping uh, being taught uh, and learning on the job from folks that have done this before, good examples of when we move to the cloud, right? We, we haven't obviously haven't done that before. We've been a mainframe shop with a data center downstairs and we needed to move to the cloud. So embarking upon that vision and bringing folks in that have done that, people can build up their skills and eventually I still have to manage the cloud yeah. when the consultants leave. So this is a great on the job training for you. And then some of the consultancy, namely in some of the folks that you brought on board, I mean, you've worked with me before and helped us build a digital transformation. So I have the faith that you have my back, so to speak. Yep. And you're there to help empower our people get better. And so the folks you brought in in program management, leadership, and change management have helped us get involved with the customer and partner with our FTEs. So we're kind of one face coming to the customer. And, the, and I won't lie, it's been challenging up front with a lot of newbies coming on board. Yeah. But I think as long as we, again, keep that trust and respect, honor the commitment we have with our FTEs, they're, they're the primary source of driving this, but letting them know that these folks are there to help us get better not to replace you. I think that's helped us move along and you and others are gonna be with us for a little bit longer. So the more we get to know each other, so we'll include you in our dinners, we'll talk to you about the vision of where we're going. So there's no mistake that your path isn't this way and our path is this way. We're all on the same Sunstream path. And more importantly, we're all there for the customer. Yeah. 
and I, I think that's starting to uh, see some benefits and, and bear some fruit. Yeah, and I, I think, you know, you mentioned this often, the difference between a vendor and a partner. And I think over the years, we've built a true, true partnership, which we're really grateful for. <clears throat> One of the things that I think gets lost in that conversation sometimes is that the client organization has to do things to be a true partner too. It's not just what the vendor does. And I think some of the things you alluded to around including your consultants in town halls, team dinners, sharing those goals and, and being transparent about where the business is going, those are all things that help make all the team members, regardless of what their badge says, makes them all feel part of uh, the Sunstream team. And I think ultimately helps ensure better results from the work you're doing. Yeah, and I think one of the examples, and, and proud to say, and, and not that we're stealing talent from our consultancy teams, but we've had some conversions as well. People yeah. that have been included and see the vision and see the change, and they want to be a part of Sunstream. I think that's a healthy sign of a great partnership relationship, right? So as long as there's a good period of time in between, um, it's kind of a, a, a buy and try, so to speak, for us. And folks are excited about the mission. Um, and everyone says they come for the mission and stay for the people. And some people want to convert over, and we've had that as well. So I'm pretty proud that consultants have felt that this is a place they want to continue their journey and help us get stronger. And that's that's good results. Yeah, I mean, I, I think we, we've talked about this, but the amount of change and transformation <laughs> you are leading right now can, can be overwhelming for sure. I know your team and our collective teams feel that sometimes, but I also think it's super exciting. And I think that is what's enabling you to assemble such a rock star team is the opportunity to tackle, um, you know, decades of modernization work in a short period of time. Yeah, I mean, who wants to join a place that's standing still, right? It, yeah. it, you want to have these challenges. And I think we've said it before, we have a lot of challenges, but we have more opportunity. So again, sometimes you deal with that ambiguity, like, sheesh, we're not sure how to fix this. And you pull in the customer, you pull in consultancy and you solve the problem. That's pretty exciting. I mean, you're a part of that. And then the long-term benefit, I, you know, starting with the end game in mind, um, and we've talked about this before, I mean, I can see where we're going to be in five years. I can see what we're building. I can see the benefit to the customer. I can see the value we bring with data, the, the value we'll bring with APIs, and then these awesome tool sets that we're bringing together. I mean, Sunstream has a lot to offer, and uh, being a part of that is, is pretty exciting for me. And so I think that's the other piece about being the CEO, the tone at the top. Um, and you know it. <laughs> I, I, I'm always like this, so I'm, I'm pretty excitable, probably too much coffee, but uh, I think that uh, enthusiasm is the force that creates momentum, was my high school football coach is always saying, and uh, I think we've got that here. It, it's funny you bring up high school football, because as you were talking about the intensity with which you lead, I was thinking about football coaches and coaches of all kinds. It takes a special, um, a special mindset and approach to... Um, drive results and, and unite people towards a common goal uh, while also loving them and uh, nurturing yeah. them, but uh, it's a balancing act for sure. Yeah. I, I uh, you know, you learn a lot as a kid in team sports. You and I've talked about your opportunities of playing basketball, you know, and, and I, my son is playing now. It's, I think the team sport atmosphere, you win as a team and I, I hope to coach that way and help drive where we want to go. And you get some star players and sometimes they're out creative doing their own thing. And you're like, wow, I never knew we could do that. And we're excited about the level they take us. Other times they need coaching to make sure that they reinforce the message of where we're going. So I appreciate you noticing that. And uh, I'm, I, I think 
I think it's making a difference. I hope so. Yeah, it definitely is. Um, well, hey, we've covered a lot of ground in a, in a short period of time. We've talked about culture and trust and brand and blended teams. Before we go, any other advice or pearls of wisdom you would share for others that are leading through times of transformation? Um, you know, I, I think first and foremost, put the right players in the right spot. Take some time to think about your team. I mean, it's uh, talk about football, right? Bo Schembechler used to always say the team, the team, the team. And I, I think that's the most important. And we, we've built an awesome team here. So I think finding the right team, I think setting the strategy and being relentless about it, because in a world of change, change management is pretty important. And don't give up on that message. Uh, yes, you'll fine tune it as you go, but don't give up. Um, it takes time uh, to make this all work. And I, I'm I wish we could go faster each and every day, but 14 months into it, you look back after, you know, another full year complete here. And I think we're making a lot of change. And then I just think the transparency, um, you are going to make mistakes. You're going to learn a lot from your board and from your owners and from your uh, customers, uh, listen to what they have to offer. But uh, I think if you put that all together, you'll build a winning brand, you'll build a winning culture you'll bring the right talent on board and then you get partnerships uh, such as we have with you and your organization is the icing on the cake that just kind of gives us that extra expertise. Um, folks that have been there and done that, which I really appreciate having you here with us, Michael and your team. So thank you for the opportunity to talk about it. And uh, I hope folks can learn a little bit from our conversation. Yeah, no, thank you again for taking the time. I know you have a lot going on, but we're very grateful for your partnership and grateful to have you on today. And I'm going to ask you back in a year or two to tell okay. me about how successful this whole transformation was. Uh, can't, can't wait for that. Yeah, same here. Thanks, Michael. I appreciate it. Have a good Thanks, one. Dan.